Welcome, everybody. Time for another episode of Asher Sales Sense. Brought to you by Asher Strategies, the only global sales training company that integrates leading sales methodologies and the latest neuroscience studies into a simple and repeatable 10-step process. Thank you, Paul. Paul is our announcer for Asher Sales Sense, and I'm Dave Potts in the Asher Strategies studio in Washington, D.C. Our host today is Kyla O'Connell, Senior Partner and Sales Facilitator at Asher Strategies. And Kyla's guest is Paresh Shaw, Co-Founder and Chief Value Architect of Lifter Leadership, a training and transformation company focused on building essential skills for today's times. The title of the show is Lifting Performance Beyond Recognition. Kyla, over to you. Thank you, Dave. Welcome, Paresh. We're so excited to have you here today. Thank you, Kyla. Honored to be here. Yes. So your company, I'm so excited to talk about Lifter Leadership. I can't imagine a time when people need these types of resources and best practices than the world we're in today. So I think this is this <laughs> is really sure. perfect for our listeners. So let's just dive in. So what is Lifter Leadership and why is it important in these times? Sure. So Lifter Leadership is an evolved model of leadership that applies not only to the C-suite, but to the tips of the organization. So lifters like you, Kyla, Dave, I know John Asher is a lifter inherently, are people who are involved leaders that know that by lifting your coworkers, lifting your customers or clients, lifting your community, you actually lift your company's performance. And lifters are people who understand that by doing this on purpose, by being a lifter, that you show up in the world in a really powerful way and in a different way than we historically have been trained in the old days around how to be a leader, which was very different than what the world demands today. And so lifter leadership really drives employee engagement, non-obvious innovative solutions, even at the front line in real time. It drives corporate well-being and trust and loyalty with customers. So it's a new model, newish model relative to the ways that we've historically led and managed. And it's really a conscious way of leading people as whole human beings rather than cogs in the wheel who are supposed to work just for money and for productivity. That is an outgoing model, very command and control oriented, militaristic model that most companies around the world have been following for years and years. And we bring this new model, which is what people need today in order to be motivated and put their heart into their work. Yeah. It's more beneficial for the company, like you said. So they'll work harder for you. No doubt. You know, they're totally being lifted completely. So no doubt. your company has decades of experience helping companies perform through live and of course, more recently, Zoom workshops like everybody mm -hmm. else mm -hmm. <laughs> on yep. in employee engagement, trust, loyalty, innovation, where does mindfulness fit in and why is it important to executives and sales teams today? Mm, that's a great question. So mindfulness historically has been relegated to outside of 
the business world or even any sort of performance world. What we have seen over the past many years, many sports teams are applying mindfulness techniques to drive focus, to drive performance, to drive resilience. And so more and more people today are realizing that mindfulness is at the center of how you can show up and deliver results. So by the way, I'm a mindfulness and yoga, meditation, sort of wisdom teacher in my executive coaching as well. And we teach courses on these things. What we are doing is we're taking mindfulness from a personal practice that's you know typically on the mat or would imply you're going to be sitting under a tree meditating, which is powerful in and of itself. And we have found a way to convert mindfulness from a personal practice into a relational practice. Mm. And by relational, we mean mindfulness in relationship with your clients, your coworkers, your community. And when you apply mindfulness, which by the way, isn't at all about your mind being full, it's not a great word, Mm. you can deliver stress from anxiety and overwhelm, which 80% of our clients and their teams are feeling right now with all of the chaos in the world. And you're not going to get people to show up with their best if they're stressed out, overwhelmed, anxious, fearful, going through some sort of grief because of either their business or because of some family members who may have been affected by the pandemic because of the loneliness. And so mindfulness delivers focus. It can deliver lack of distraction. It can deliver creativity and innovation. And so it's really the bedrock of how you can show up. And then other than just sitting in a mindfulness practice, how do you bring that into your workplace, into the working, waking hours through a variety of techniques beyond what would traditionally be considered, you know, mindfulness or meditation through word watching, through a series of self-awareness practices that we teach teams through four types of listening which mm-hmm. we teach, and breathing techniques and things like that. So brings me back to a quote which Gandhi said a long time ago, and I really didn't get it before I understood mindfulness and have had my own mindfulness practice for the past decade or so, which was, I have a very, very busy day today, so I will meditate for two hours instead of one. What does that kind of mean for those of us who are still like, what? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What it means is if you can center yourself, your beingness from all of the monkey brain, all of that ripple of thoughts that were constantly, you know, imagine you're on the surface of the water. You know, I live out here in California and uh, I surf, you know, there's the ripples on the water and you've got, you know, jet skis and surfers and pollution and, you know, all this turbulence on the surface, which we're seeing in society right now. Yeah. Mindfulness is like going deep underneath the water Mm. and not having to hold your breath. And there's silence there. There's the ability to center yourself and really direct yourself around, okay, what do I need to accomplish next? And how do I do that? And it gives you power that doesn't make sense logically to people like us who tend to be very, you know, busy, busy, busy to do list. Let's get some more things under our belt. Let's go, 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 go. And it has now been proven time and time and time again in various studies that by centering ourselves in some sort of mindful practice mm-hmm. or simply being mindful in a conversation with a client, it might be a prospect, 
in terms of how we relate to them, you can respond versus react. And that simple frame of mind and way you center yourself can make all the difference as to whether you close more deals faster or not. And it just works that way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I noticed mindfulness myself. I do yoga and that kind of thing too, but in a professional way when I started training and doing keynotes because you do that as well. And I, mm-hmm. you can't not be 100% focused when you're <laughs> on stage or you're gonna, they're going to see it immediately. Absolutely. Yeah, it is a whole different level of enjoyment when you're at that level of focus. It really is. So it gives you focus. It gives you peace so that all those ripples, all those thoughts of what am I going to say next? And, you know, what's the client saying? And how do I tailor a solution for them so I can make my bonus? And all of these questions (laughs) that are constantly, you know, rippling, it helps you get below that and really understand what's at the heart of serving this client. And in the lifter leadership model, we teach four lifter mind shifts and we call them mind shifts not mindsets because it's really about an evolution that's happening on the planet in terms of how people want to be related to how businesses need to be reoriented how we need to show up and so the four mind shifts that we teach and we teach very specific practices around each of these are serve up Mm. listen up show up and act up. And for each of those, there's a real shift that is happening from the old way of doing business. I'll give you an example. For instance, typically in the sales cycle, you know, we have to go out there, we got to hunt for customers, capture our share, target them, analyze them, segment them so we can have my share and not leave any for the competition. That is very much a predator prey power-driven, control-oriented mindset. It's a way of seeing and showing up for your customers. And as you at Asher Strategies know, that's not what it's about. And so the serve-up mind shift is giving people skills, practices, and awareness of a shift from that hunting mindset to attracting Lifters don't need to hunt for customers. No, lifters serve, lifters inspire, and lifters attract, which is a whole different game. Lifters don't transact. It's not about a transaction. Hey, I got this. What do you got? Let's you know do a transaction. Mm-hmm. Lifters serve. And lifters aren't about commanding their teams and being like a command and control, get in your box, make your numbers, or I'll beat you up. And, you know, coffee is for closers type of attitude. Lifters understand it's about a shift from commanding to cooperating and co-creating solutions with your clients. And so that's a major shift in terms of how people have been trained to show up. And so that's one of the major mind shifts is serve up. It's all about service rather than transacting, hunting, commanding. You know, and that's what all of the major thought leaders are saying now when what we're doing in our research since the COVID-19 crisis of what are the new considerations of sales during this challenging time? And overwhelmingly, they're all saying what you just said. They're saying, you know, service is selling right now. So, of course, we're teaching that as well. So we might be a little late to the game because we 
or not we Asher, but you know, we as a society, because you know, we're now forced to be empathetic because we're all going through this together. Yes. But it, it's right in line with what you're already doing at Lifter Leadership. So that's wonderful. Absolutely. And you use the word empathy, compassion. Absolutely, Kyla. In today's times, it's really about showing up in service with compassion, with empathy. And that's why some of the listening techniques that we share with our clients are especially important today. And I know that the Asher sales model, which we use in our company, we've been trained in your model and have used the APQ, et cetera, and our teams do that, is really around listening and how do we build that muscle of listening? And that's where mindfulness also comes in because if you can't be quiet in your own self, in yeah. your own space, and you can't quiet all those ripples and currents and you know waves that are going through your mind, then when you are in the presence of a client, whether it's on Zoom or in person, frankly, we're finding our workshops are even more effective on Zoom because people can totally be there. They don't have to go fly somewhere. And we're able to forge connections between team members that we actually were surprised. We've got CEOs of clients saying that Zoom session that you did with our 300 people was better than the blowout get together we have twice a year for our sales teams in Florida because we structured so people can make connections with one another. We have a workshop called the Come Together Workshop, which is really about building connection and community and connectivity within teams. And we have people saying, you know what? I've worked with Kyla O'Connell for 20 years, but until <laughs> this workshop, I didn't know X, Y, and Z about her. Or if we go to Florida, I'd be hanging out with Kyla and David the whole time. But instead, because of the way we structure our workshops with breakout groups and the lifter training and very engaging with chats and polls, and we make it fun. It has to be fun. Why? Because you're competing with TikTok underneath the table <laughs> that all these people on Zoom, you know, they've got their TikTok. So you've got to make it engaging. And we have people saying, you know what? I would never have met these 30, 40 people were it not mm -hmm. for this Zoom experience. However, if you can't be present to yourself and have that mindful approach to embodied listening and speaking into the listening of your client, then you're not going to be in service to them. You're going to be back in that whole, hey, how can I make a buck? What can I pull out of my box of tricks? And you're thinking about that the whole time. And that mm -hmm. runs against the grain of that empathy that people need right now that you just spoke to, Kyla. Kyla, it's time for a quick commercial break. Over 200 correlation studies show that natural aptitude is the most significant factor in predicting sales success. Asher's Advanced Personality Questionnaire, the APQ, consistently identifies peak performers in outside sales, inside sales, sales management, customer support, and 17 other business positions. Go to asherstrategies.com today or call 866-833-9941. That's Asher Strategies at 866 833-9941. We've been speaking with Paresh Shah about lifting performance beyond recognition. Now back to Kyla and Paresh. You mentioned your workshops. Yeah. I know you offer them and training for the C-suite all the way down to the tips of the organization. One yeah. of your workshops is on real-time innovation at the front line. What is yeah. that about? So innovation is best done with constraints. For instance, my daughter worked at a local smoothie shop during 
the pandemic. And the policy of our city, as well as of the smoothie shop, is that you must have a mask in order to come in. And there would be people that would come in without masks. And, you know, there's this whole dialogue, etc. How do you find solutions for people in a real-time innovative way that can shift someone from being angry to someone who's a raving Yelp fan who (laughs) says, you know what, that is the greatest experience I've had. And it comes through some of the practices we teach around certain types of listening. The third mind shift, we talked about serve up, listen up, show up, and act up. Show up is a mind shift around engaging your employees and their talent to show up with what we call their yes and qualities, have them ride their yes ands. And so if you have a worker who, you know, might be a cashier, but they're also maybe a poet Mm -hmm. or a songwriter in, you know, other parts of their lives, then how can we encourage our teams to bring their yes ands into service and not box them into, oh, well, you're good with people, you're in sales, you're an analytic person, you're in finance, you're a geek, you're in technology. And how do we have people bring their yes ands into service? And so you might say in the smoothie situation, hey, why don't you take the chalkboard and, you know, write something poetic or funny that would diffuse that person who might get angry or irritated because they're reading something that's, you know, nice, or maybe an artist draws something that would inspire that person and go, you know what, I'm not going to make a deal out of this thing. And this, you know, this poem or this little funny joke and the flowers or whatever they drew, eh, it encouraged me to put on my mask and not argue with someone. So in real time, there are ways to listen to people. And frankly, that's all people really want right now is to be heard. And often that diffuses the situation. Or you might realize what this person really needs, innovation, is attention. Mm. Or they're concerned that, you know, it's taking too long. They might, you know, lose their parking meter and say, hey, if you're concerned, would you like one of our people to run out and feed your meter for you so you don't lose your space in line? These are real-time innovative solutions that come through the lifter leadership mind shifts and the training that we provide. Wow. That is really interesting. I love it. I love this yes. And because we are more than what we show up at work, right? We are people and we have deeper meaning in ourselves and our lives than just what we're hired to do. So I love that tapping into it. Exactly. And they're happier because they're expressing themselves in a more complete way. And then it exactly. also benefits the company. So that's wonderful. Exactly. And what we say is, you know, really what lifter leadership appeals to the clients that we serve, whether it be on an executive coaching level or for training for the C-suite or the broader full tips of the organization. Because we want our training to relate to and appeal to and be embraced by people with no education. Because, you know, we've got people, clients in hospitality, we've got clients in retail, and a lot of their workers, you know, if you talk about, you know, business strategy and competitive positioning and price, like that's so far above their head and there's no need for that. And so what we focus on and the clients that we resonate with are awakening executives, executives who are awakening to what's happening in the world and who see whole human leadership, treating people as whole humans, which is what you just talked about, Kyla, Mm -hmm. as a means to drive performance, drive sales, 
and simultaneously create a world that works for all. And these are no longer incompatible goals. It used to be, you know, you be a do-gooder over here and right. at work, you show up like this. But now what we train, and I've got a lot of executive coaching clients, CEOs who are like, hey, Paresh, I need you to help me balance my work life and my home life. And I'm like, sorry, not your guy, because <laughs> balancing work and personal life creates oppositional forces between the two. Mm. What we do is we help you weave a Integrate. life yeah. exactly that combines your passion, your purpose into performance in a way that works for you, works for everyone around you. So it's really a work-life weave that people are realizing. And, and, and with the whole pandemic shutdown thing, we have to, because we got dogs that need to be walked in the middle of the Zoom call. We've got <laughs> kids saying, dad, my Zoom's not working and I got a test. And so you can't bifurcate that anymore. And the lifter leadership model is an integrated model, as you say, that helps people show up as whole humans and treat their talent as whole humans and their clients as whole humans. And when you do that, magic happens and the orders just show up. You don't even need to like hunt these people down. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always say execute brilliantly and with empathy and the business comes and it's true. I always teach our coaching clients too. I'm like, you never ever want to show that or it should never even be part of your mindset that you need any specific sale, you know, because if you take that off the plate, you know, your whole mind changes because you're not putting any pressure on the customer. Exactly. And you're not attached to it. And if we, exactly. bring, if we bring the mindfulness parts into this, the yogic principles from the East, people can pick up on this. According to yoga, we have 10 bodies, not just the one body that the physical body, people can sense our auric body, our astral body, all these other energetic things, you know, whether they exist or not, people are tuned in. And if so, your mind is like, how am I going to get the order? I got to get this order. I want to get this order. Particularly people who have, you know, empathy, who are really empathetic, it can pick up on other people's vibe. They're mm -hmm. going to sense that immediately. And it's very much a repellent rather than an attractor versus if you're here, hey, I'm here to serve you. And our solution may not be the best solution for you. So let us help you find someone who can help you. If you come with that open slate of I'm here to serve you as a whole human being, serve your company, and I'm here to show up with all of who I am, take action for you, act up in a way that's purposeful towards your success, people can feel that. You don't need to say anything. People have telepathy. They can tell what's going on with you. And as you said, if you detach from that, I got to have the sale, I got to have the sale. It allows your client themselves to go under that ripply water and mm. be in that peaceful, calm, kind of supportive crucible of space that you're holding for them. So they can then wrestle through what do they really want and speak freely with you so that you can co-define an innovative solution for them. Well, we have definitely jam-packed a bunch of wonderful information into the time we had today, Fresh. So thank you so much for instilling your wisdom on us because I do believe this is where we are and we're only going to be more in this direction as leaders in this country. And, for sure. You know, the old ways are just not working and the new ways are working. So it's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. So thank you so much for being here.
My pleasure. Any last quick things you want to leave us with? If you feel you're a lifter, and not everybody is, by the way, it's not that you are or are not a lifter, because that's another label. And part of what lifter leadership does is we use tension to catapult you to higher solutions. So, you know, sometimes there's tension between, you know, this department and another department or, you know, young workers and older workers or these type of people, this party and this party. And what we do is we use that tension, almost like tuning a string to then catapult you to a higher level. So what we say is it's not that you are or are not a lifter because that's more name calling. Lifters are people who purposefully show up in the moment as a lifter and they tend to do that, you know, more consistently. If you feel you are a lifter at heart and want to bring that into your workplace to have very specific skills and practices so that your organization can be more of this evolved type of organization, then um, you can find out more about lifter leadership at our website which is liftersrising.com because lifters are rising. As you say, Kyla, it's only going in this direction. Yeah. L-I-F-T-E-R-S-R-I-S-I-N-G.com. And there I've got a TEDx talk. Take a look at it. And if you feel you're a lifter, every time I say, you know, and lifters are positive, lifters are purposeful, lifters are action takers, you know, say hip hip hooray to yourself because that talk is a message about you as a lifter. And if you'd like to find out more about our training workshops or executive coaching, you can reach me directly at Paresh, P-A-R-E-S-H at liftersrising.com. Paresh, P-A-R-E-S-H at liftersrising.com. We'd love to help you because Lord knows we need more lifters on this planet to help people overcome a lot of the fear, anxiety, division, and separation that's uh, very apparent in the world right now. Perfect. I love it. Thanks so much for being here with us. You've definitely lifted me today. And I'm, you sure, too. You too. I'm sure many of our listeners will be contacting you. So take Ditto. care. Ditto. Okay. Back at you, Kyla. Thank you, David. Thank you, Kyla. Thank you, Kyla and Paresh. That's all the time we have for today. For our listeners, be sure to join us again next week at the same time. From now until then, John Asher reminds us to please, please get out there and sell something. Paul, take it away. You've been listening to another episode of Asher Sales Sense right here on Asher Strategies Radio. To learn more about how John Asher and his training and coaching team of former business leaders can help you close deals faster, simply visit asherstrategies.com.